This is Candid American News for Friday, May 18, 2018. The Trump administration will announce Friday long soft cuts in federal funding to Planned Parenthood, multiple news outlets reported. The proposed rule change in Title X, a 260 million federal program for contraception and family planning, will interpret the 1970 law as requiring absolute separation between contraception and abortion activities, effectively making Planned Parenthood ineligible. The proposal would require a bright line of physical as well as financial separation between Title X programs and any program or facility where abortion is performed, supported, or referred for. As a method of family planning, a Trump administration official said in an email to the Weekly Standard, the law says that none of the funds appropriated under this title shall be used in programs where abortion is a method of family planning. Following pressure from pro-life Republicans in Congress ahead of the midterm elections, the Trump administration is planning to resurrect a Reagan-era rule banning federally funded family planning clinics from discussing abortion with women. The rule would also prohibit the clinics from sharing space with abortion providers, a senior White House official told the Associated Press Thursday. That practice, known as co-location, was specifically decried by more than 150 House members and more than 40 senators earlier this month in letters to Department of Health and Human Services HHS Secretary Alex Azar. HHS will be announcing its proposal Friday, officials said. Officials say the bus driver in the deadly school bus crash in New Jersey made an illegal turn before colliding with a dump truck on Thursday. It happened on Interstate 80 near Mount Olive. A student and teacher were killed, and 43 other people on the bus were hospitalized. One child is in a medically induced coma. The Eastbrook Middle School bus was part of a field trip to historic Waterloo Village. Local authorities say the bus missed an exit and tried to make an illegal U-turn before it crashed, reports CBS News correspondent Michelle Miller. I'm going to need about 20 ambulances, I have a full school bus, and I have victims on the ground, an emergency responder could be heard saying in a 911 call. Immigration and Customs Enforcement officials have arrested 78 people in a five-state immigration sweep during a six-day enforcement action in the Midwest. Iowa and Nebraska each saw 25 arrests, while there were 15 arrests in Minnesota, 10 in South Dakota, and 3 in North Dakota. A Hartford, Connecticut, police officer is in surgery after suffering from stab wounds while responding to a call Thursday. The officer was one of two who responded to a tenant-landlord dispute this morning, Hartford Chief of Police David Rosato said in a press conference. The initial call did not say that there were weapons at the scene. As the officer was on the scene, a struggle ensued and the suspect knocked the officer to the ground, grabbed a large ceramic kitchen knife, placed her in a chokehold, and began stabbing the officer in the neck, the Hartford Police Department said in a press release. A Minnesota State Senate committee held a special hearing on Tuesday to consider legislation that would stop efforts to broaden the child care assistance program after a local Fox News affiliate broke the story on Monday that Somali immigrants are allegedly running an estimated 100 million daycare fraud scheme paid for by taxpayers. I was concerned, Scott Stillman, a former Minnesota state forensic examiner told told the committee, we are working on and currently overwhelmed with significant fraud cases involving organized crime defrauding hundreds of millions of dollars. Significant amounts of these defrauded tax dollars are being sent overseas to countries and organizations connected to entities known to fund terrorism. Stillman wrote to his supervisors at the Minnesota Department of Human Services, in an email on March 28, 2017, which was provided to the committee. The internal controls in these programs really need to be examined, he added. 
Authorities are trying to determine how a box of ammunition fell from a military helicopter and crashed through the roof of an elementary school in Texas. The Isleta Independent School District says no one was injured when the ammo box hit Parkland Elementary School in El Paso on Thursday afternoon. The ammo box left a hole in the roof and caused a power outage in part of the building. Officials at nearby Fort Bliss say they'll reassess flight patterns as part of their investigation. Local news station Roll reported May 16 that Apple is set to open its second headquarters in Raleigh, North Carolina. The company announced in January that it planned to establish a second headquarters away from its Cupertino, California base, employing up to an additional 10 people wherever it chose to plant roots. Unlike Amazon, which last year launched a very public competition among cities to win its HQ2, Apple has conducted its business in private, as it tends to do. We're not doing a beauty contest kind of thing, Shotem Cook recently told Recode's Kara Swisher. Two commuter buses collided while exiting a tunnel linking New York City to suburban New Jersey on Friday, injuring about 31 people. Local media reported the crash at the Lincoln Tunnel involved two New Jersey Transit buses entering Manhattan. Port Authority police did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Multiple people were killed on Friday in a shooting at a high school in Santa Fe, Texas, a law enforcement source said. In the latest gun violence in a country still shaken by the massacre at a Florida high school in February, the law enforcement source said the suspected shooter was in custody after the attack at the school about 30 miles southeast of Houston. Local media reported at least eight people were killed. The sheriff's office for nearby Harris County said its deputies were assisting with a multiple casualty incident. This is no longer an active shooting situation, and the injured are being treated, the sheriff's department said on Twitter. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez said on Twitter that one person was in custody and a second was detained. An injured police officer is being treated. The extent of his injuries are unknown, Gonzalez said. U.S. President Donald Trump wrote on Twitter early reports not looking good. God bless all. The U.S. gun lobby is taking aim at gun-hating banks after Citigroup Inc. and Bank of America said they would no longer provide certain banking services to gun makers, according to industry lobbyists. The attack by gun owners of America and the National Rifle Association rocket imperiled to regulatory gains the banks had hoped to win from Republican lawmakers and regulators, many of whom are staunch defenders of the Second Amendment right to bear arms, according to industry sources. In March, Citigroup put restrictions on new retail business clients which sell guns to require their customers to pass back around checks. Following February's Florida high school shooting that killed 17 people, weeks later, Bank of America said it would no longer lend to companies that make military-style firearms for civilians. A Boeing 737 plane crashed on Friday shortly after taking off from Havana's main airport. Cuban state-run website Cuba Debate reported, adding that it was not yet known if there were any casualties. Arizona Senator John McCain took to Twitter to announce he would not support SIA Director nominee Gina Haspel and urged his Senate colleagues to spike her nomination. McCain pointed to Haspel's involvement in enhanced interrogation techniques in the years following the terror attacks of 9-11 as his reason for opposing the nomination. I believe Gina Haspel is a patriot who loves our country has devoted her professional life to its service defense. However, her role in overseeing the use of torture is disturbing her refusal to acknowledge torture's immorality is disqualifying. President Donald Trump has personally pushed the Postmaster General to double the rates the U.S. Postal Service charges Amazon.com and other companies to ship packages. The Washington Post reported on Friday, citing three unnamed sources. 
Postmaster General Megan Brennan resisted Trump's suggestion in private conversations in 2017 and 2018, telling him that package delivery rates are set by contract and reviewed by an independent commission, and that the arrangements have helped the financially challenged postal service, the sources told the newspaper. Trump has claimed without evidence that deliveries for Amazon were costing the service money. The White House did not immediately respond to a request for comment, and a spokesperson for the Postal Service could not be immediately reached. This has been Candid American News. Read more news at www.candidamerica.com. Grab by the pussy.